What's going on, everybody? This is Josh here at Blackstone Labs with PJ Braun, CEO. I'm going to be filling in for Christopher Heron, who is uh, not feeling so well today. So I will be asking PJ the questions here on today's podcast. Special guest host. For those of you who don't know, Josh runs the social media and the Legion program, which we're very excited about. Yeah, everybody has been uh, messaging in like crazy. Um, for people that are messaging in and wondering if their application has been accepted, uh, we're still going through. We get many, many a day, sometimes up and over 100. So uh, if you're wondering where it's at, just give us a little bit of time. We'll get back to you very soon. And uh, I said this in a video, and I will honor what I said in the video. I'm going to announce probably February 1st, or by February 1st, the first person that I'm plucking out of the Legion and moving into regular sponsorship mode. So we... You know, we, I tell people, this is your chance to get a foot in the door with the company. And if you prove yourself, we will be pulling people out and moving them into full sponsorship. So when people reach out to me and they're like, hey, I want a sponsorship. You know, I know I don't have a big following, this and that. I tell them, get into the program, prove yourself. And we're all about loyalty. You know, people think, oh, you know, it's only about how many followers you have. And it, it used to be like that. A couple of years ago, followers were all that mattered. But now having a big following doesn't always equate to sales. So we're all about loyalty and posting and, and, and honoring the company. So you prove your loyalty, we're going to pull you out of the Legion. So anybody who's interested, reach out, contact the Blackstone Labs page, not me. Everyone contacts me and then I have to direct them over to the page. But the Legion is growing fast and it's exciting. And we also have the Beat PJ going on. And if you are interested in joining the Legion, you can also send an email with um, you, you know, your name, your email. Make sure you include any relevant social media like your Instagram, your Twitter, if you do YouTube or Facebook. Uh, right now, you'll have to make your post on Instagram. We haven't expanded into Facebook and YouTube quite yet, but that is on the horizon. Uh, we're going to be offering different things for different levels of uh, you know interaction on different platforms of social media. So you can also send an email with all that information. And don't forget to include pictures of yourself because we do have some people that message in and forget to include pictures, which you know it makes it hard for us to make you a, a welcome graphic if we do accept you into the Legion. So we want to send over the best pictures you have of yourself, your favorites, because you're probably going to be promoting that a lot. So go ahead and send that in an email over to sponsor at blackstonelabs.com. And guys, the questions for this show, for this podcast, it's askpjbrawn at blackstonelabs.com. Sometimes you guys email me and sometimes you email customer service. It's askpjbrawn at blackstonelabs.com. We'll probably say that again at the end of the show. How many people, do you know how many people we have in the BPJ so far? I don't know that. Do you know, number. Eric? Uh, I think it's over 600. It's definitely, it's over 600, which is crazy. Everybody wants that 10 grand and those concert tickets. So um, I got some cool stuff planned out as far as videos and stuff that we're going to do for this. And uh, it's going to be People are getting very competitive with it already. Yeah, we've extended it until the end of the month. So when this podcast comes out on Saturday, what's the date Saturday? Do you know? Uh, the, the 27th. So you'll have basically to like the middle of the next week, guys. So um, you've got until the 31st to enter. There's people that are saying, oh, I missed it, and I'm, I'm letting them know you can still enter. So get in now. All you got to do is get that stack. You get the diet with it. And um, there have been some people that said they didn't get the diet. Check your spam folder. It should be in there. If you did not get it in your spam folder, uh, reach out to cs at blackstonelabs.com. Customer service will hook you up. And uh, let's get into answering some questions. And just to um, make sure that we're clear, we're only extending the entry date. We're not extending the end date. So Correct. go ahead and get that in there before the uh, the entry date ends. Correct. So uh, question number one is coming from Corey Green. 
He says, hi, PJ. My name is Corey Green. I'm 21 years old from the UK. I've been training for about five years now, and I have a small case of gyno from puberty. It appears more now that I have a lot of fat on me. I'm weighing about 198 pounds and have only been fatter since I developed severe anxiety when I was 17. Unfortunately, I've improved so much this last year that I'm getting my life back on track. I was wondering if you had any serious advice for cutting up, dropping fat. I have some LGD, ready to take it home, from muscle rage. I also just finished a bottle of Austrian with barely any results, but definitely because of my diet has been all over the place. Any advice at all would be great. Thank you for taking the time to read this, Corey. Uh, my advice to you is to get on a ketogenic diet. I think that you'll see results fast and it'll make you feel good about yourself. As far as the gyno situation goes, if you could get on you know, what, uh, an arimistane product like Eradicate, that would help a lot. I always tell people, feel around your nipple. Feel if there's a hard lump in there. If there's a hard lump in there, that's usually not going to go away. If it's just fatty and puffy nipples, you can get rid of that. You can wipe that out with, with Eradicate for sure. The LGD is not the ideal product for cutting. It will preserve muscle for you. But for you, it's all going to be about diet, man. Get on a ketogenic diet. You'll be happy with the results. All right, so we're going to go ahead and move on to question number two, which comes from Lycos Wolf. I hope I'm saying that right. He says, hey, PJ, I have a question about one of the mandatory supplements. I bought a bottle of VSL number three. It comes with 60 capsules. It says to take one to 16 capsules a day under doctor supervision. So how many would you recommend I take? One to 16 is a huge range to be playing guesswork. Plus, the doctor supervision has made me uh, wait to take them because I'm worried about what could happen if I take too many. I've never taken probiotics before, if you can't already tell. Please let me know ASAP. I haven't taken them at all since the beginning of the competition on January 15th. Thanks, Jaron. The reason that it says under doctor supervision is because it used to be something that actually you could only get through a doctor, but... It's, it's like certain, you know, for, for instance, like, um, there are, there are heartburn products that you used to get prescription only that you can now go buy at the grocery store. So don't worry about that. The high, the high number is for people that have literally like, um, colitis or, um, irritable bowel syndrome. Just start out with one in the morning and one at night. You should be good with that. If you feel bloated after a meal, after a cheat meal or something, you can take a couple. I sometimes will do like two and two. But you you really would need more than four a day. You know, you should be good with two a day, one in the morning, one at night. All right. Question number three comes from Richard Lamontang. Uh, he says, I do my workouts in the morning before going to work. I do plan to do cardio, spin bike at home in the evening. I'm wondering how I should use the fat burner stack to fit this planning perfectly. Trojan horse with pre-workout in the morning, paraburn before lunch, paraburn with dinner, Trojan horse before evening cardio or before bed, like in the plan. I guess if I do cardio with a stimulant in the evening, it will be too much caffeine in one day. Thanks a lot, Richard. Yeah, so you got it a little bit backwards. The Trojan horse, the, 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 the number one ideal time to take it is before bed. And I always tell people, if you really want to maximize it, mix it with some sugar-free Metamucil because, number one, the fiber will keep you satiated through the night. It'll also help you poop in the morning. Plus, it'll actually make it taste really good. Um, they, they mix very well together. The other dosage can be any time. Just mix it up. Do it either in the morning. Do it midday. Just make sure you're getting two doses in. As for the paraburn, the paraburn you're going to want to do first thing in the morning when you get up, no matter what. The second dose, you're going to want to spread it out maybe six to eight hours later. If you're working out in the afternoon, take it before your workout. That's 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 the way you're going to do it. You just had it backwards. All right. And the next uh, question is going to come from Chris Brown. And he says, Hey, PJ, I've been a huge fan of Blackstone Labs products so much that whenever asked by others, I immediately tell them about your company. 
I'm a true believer in your company's products because they work. The knowledge given, there isn't any beating around the bush. I've begun the BPJ challenge on the hardcore stack diet. I was wondering when, in your professional opinion, would be the perfect time to begin cutting to be in the best physical shape before the final picture is taken. Thanks again for creating such an awesome company. Blackstone Labs for life, Chris Brown. It's a tough question for me to answer. And and for starters, thank you so much for supporting the brand the way you do. As far as answering your question without seeing what you look like, I I truly can't answer it. But I'll tell you what, because I'm going to be so involved in this, email me your pictures of what you look like, pj at blackstonelabs.com. And I have a feeling everybody's going to start doing this now. Um, And I'll give you my my insight on where you're at and where I think you need to be. And look, follow the Q&A as we go along. Um, and I'll tell people you can DM me as well, but I, I can't get to the, all the DMs in one day. It's impossible. I'm actually kind of behind at least a week or so. I'm doing my best. Um, but without seeing what you look like, it's tough to tell. You're going to have to just gauge it by how you're looking by the mirror. And um, that's the best I can give you on that one. All right. So next up is uh, Rocco Cardarelli. He says, Hey PJ, I just want to preface this question by saying, I wish you were taking clients currently out of everyone I follow and, or listen to your way of thinking is as far as gear, dieting and training, etc., is the most sensible I've seen in a long time. But anyways, here's my question. When carb cycling, how much attention do you think someone should pay to overall calorie count? On my low carb days, it seems very difficult to eat enough calories when I'm only eating protein and veggies. I keep my fats around 80 grams a day. Eggs, ground turkey, lean beef, and tuna are my protein sources. Jasmine rice, sweet potatoes for my carbs. Almond butter and avocados are my main fat sources. Having two cheat meals every Saturday. I'm 190 pounds, 16% body fat. My cardio is 15 minutes of hit post-workout four days a week. Weight training six days a week. I've been dropping pound per a pound per week for the last three weeks. Not running any gear currently as I'm trying to remain natural from here on out. I've done a few cycles and small dosages in the past. 500 milligrams test E, 600 milligrams EQ per week. Another cycle of 300 milligrams test P, 600 milligrams Masteron, 50 milligrams Winstrol per week. This is the last two I did. It has been about a year since I've used anything, and I'm definitely smaller and softer than I was when using, but managed to retain the strength. The question is, do you think the total calorie count for each day should be the same each day while changing the calorie count from each macronutrient? Or do you think the calorie count should be also cycled by not worrying about the calories lost from the lower amount of carbs some days? I'm just trying to maintain my muscle as I diet down into a good shape again, around a true 10% body fat. I hope you understand what I'm asking. Thanks in advance, Rocco. For starters, very well done. You are obviously not uh, a beginner. Um, You've got a a very good plan going. Now, what I always did in the beginning is I kept my calories pretty equal. So although I was changing the macronutrients from day to day, the calories were pretty equal. So I would start out keeping them pretty equal. Obviously, you're switching the macronutrients. Now, once I hit a plateau, which you haven't hit, you're, you're dropping consistently and you're keeping cheating in. So do not change anything. And in fact, even if you have a week where you don't drop, I would even suggest sticking to it to, for another week because you may drop the week after that. You're dropping steady. So you don't want to change anything. You're, you're eating consistent cheats. You're giving your body what it needs. Once you hit a plateau, that's when I started actually changing the caloric count on days. And I would have days where the calories were lower than others. But for where you're at now, do not change them. Wait until you really hit plateaus. All right. And our next question comes from uh, comes from Kat. It says, Samantha directed me to you for this question. I'm interested in paraburn, but can't find any literature on 3-3 diodothrig... 
Onin, uh, 3,5 does actually start to slow down thyroid enzyme production. So I was curious if a small change in chemical structure really made that big of a difference. Cat. So although it is a small change, what it does is it's it's slightly elevates your thyroid production. So you will have an elevated metabolism. You will have more thyroid support. That's what makes it good. You, you, you know, a lot of I see this more with women than men, but I see a lot of of, of thyroid shutdown, which is unfortunate. And this chemical structure will actually support your T3 and T4 levels being sped up because it's it's actually worked through T2, which is different. And you can Google that and re- and research T2 if you're interested in it. But it will actually speed your thyroid production up slightly, and that's why you will have the metabolic increase that you want to see to help you burn more calories and and be more thermogenic in the end. All right. And the next question comes from John O'Connor. He says, PJ, I just received my hardcore muscle diet plan yesterday and I wanted to ask a quick question. I am 5'2", weigh right around 160. Should I be consuming five meals of this size or do I need to scale them back slightly? Thanks, John. I would say to start with what what it's at and see how you do. And, And if you're not getting the results after, give it two weeks. I always tell people, you got to give it two weeks when you first start something new because the first week your body's just going to be like, what's going on? And sometimes you'll, you'll lose what I call shit weight. And I've, I've mentioned this before on my cardio Q and a shit weight is just like water and crap that you didn't really need. And then you start getting into like the fat changing and, or for instance, muscle building, if you're going the other way, um, at the two week mark, assess yourself, see where you're at. If you gained a bunch of weight, which was obviously not what you wanted to do, then you know, okay, my calories were too high, but you always want to start higher. You don't want to start too low because when you start low, where do you go from there? Do you only go lower? I mean, you can only go so low in calories before you start getting into metabolic shutdown, which is the last thing that we want. So start out with the calories higher and see how you do. You may elevate your metabolism even more. You don't know. I've seen people increase the amount of food they eat and start losing weight. It's, it's actually happened to Salvina. It's happened to um, uh, my massage therapist, Diana, like she, she's eating like crazy and getting skinnier and skinnier. So once you start supporting your metabolism the right way, you don't want to starve it. You want to feed it. All right. And the next question is going to come from Michael Diaz. He says, Hey PJ, as an aside, I missed the morning cardio Q and a, I have a question, which I think many will agree is critical to successfully utilizing cheat days correctly. Does pineapple go on pizza? Please elaborate on your answer. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> that is probably the most difficult question that we'll get today. Yes, pineapple can go on your pizza. Um, you can eat whatever you want on a cheat meal, guys. There's no rule to it. I don't like the, the, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a term that I like, you know, refeed or cheat or whatever. You're just taking in a surplus of calories. So there's no rule to it. So put all the pineapple on your pizza that you want. It'll actually make your semen taste sweeter too. If, 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 if your lady is interested in that. <laughs> All right. The next question comes from Tyler Dosti. says, I took a few days off from heavy lifting to let my muscles repair as they've been more sore than usual, but continue to do light calisthenics to keep up with the routine. I had a great bicep tricep pump last night, but when I did chest and back routine today, I noticed that after my back workout, I started having shoulder issues. It began once I started my inclined dumbbell press and my interior deltoid. And no matter how I adjusted my, I adjusted I couldn't shake the pain. I immediately stopped the workout, did some very light shoulder flies to stretch the muscle, then relaxed. Please help me with any advice on how to proceed as I have no idea how to resolve this issue or prevent it in the future. Well, you were very smart to stop. I wish that I had known that earlier in my career. I used to try to push through pain and think that I was tough, which is very stupid, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. Don't push through pain. When you feel pain, that's your body telling you don't do this anymore. 
Um, without seeing your form, it's easy to overload your anterior delts with pressing movements, even on chest day when you think that you're just working your chest. The key to focusing just on chest is you've got to keep your scapula retracted, pinched back. That means like, imagine if like I put a pencil in between your shoulder blades and said, try to squeeze this pencil in here. That's how your scapula should be at all times during your pressing movements. And if, if they're not like that, you're going to overload the anterior delts. When you start to overload the anterior delts, you get into positions where you can have shoulder bursitis, all kinds of issues. I've blown out both of my shoulders, so I'm, I'm never going to have good shoulders ever again, unfortunately. Realistically, Rest is key, uh, but what will truly help you is massage therapy. If you can get deep tissue massage, that will help you greatly. Uh, ART therapy will help you a lot. Um, and I always tell people the best way to like w- warm up and get into a workout, whether it be back, shoulders, legs, chest, whatever you're doing, you should do this no matter what, is range of motion. So if you're going to squat, even if you just squat with your body weight for a few sets, then with the bar, like if I was going to work out with 405, Back in the day when I was strong, I would typically just do my body weight first. I would literally just hold on to a pole and I would do like 20 reps with my body weight. Then I would do a set with the bar. Then I would do a set with 135. Sometimes if I was feeling achy, I would do like three sets with 135. Then I would do 225. Then I would do 315. And then I'd get into my working sets with 405. Now, when you're doing these range of motion sets, you're not really pushing yourself even close to failure. Maybe you're going like 70%. You're just taking yourself through the range of motion so everything is lubricated and warmed up the right way. If you do this, you'll start to prevent injuries. That's very key. If you don't do this stuff and you just start getting into it cold, it's much, much easier to overload a joint, overload a muscle, and get injuries And as far as the soreness goes, like I said, the massage therapy, uh, Epsom salt bath will help a lot as well. And um, unfortunately, rest. But you can get around it with the massage therapy. So if you can get into some massage, if you can afford it, I would I would highly suggest doing that. All right. Now, Chris Montz wants to know, on a low and slow carb diet, would glycolog or recomp benefit me? I know that glycolog utilizes carbs, so I'm looking at it, using it on my cheat day or meal. I haven't heard anything about recomp. Can you pl- explain how to use recomp to our benefit? Thanks. All right. Well, we've done the recomp on the show at least a couple of shows, but I'll do it again. As far as your, the glycolog goes, on a low-carb diet, you you really can't use glycolog. Yes, you can use it on your cheat meal, and I highly suggest you do that because you'll benefit. Uh, you'll you'll get a lot more benefit out of the cheat meal. So recomp is very interesting. You should Google uh, the ursolic acid. The way that it works is it's very similar in in, in many ways. It's, it's it's a very unique compound, but it's very similar to growth hormone in many ways because it 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 actually creates excuse me, new satellite cells, which is what IGF-1 does. So it's it's almost like a combination of growth hormone and IGF-1 together. So what that means with the new satellite cells is your body has a, a number of cells that you can maximize the potential out of. Well, this is creating more cells. So you have more cells to, to build muscle, more cells to burn fat. It also will strengthen your bones. It's good for your skin. Um it is good for your metabolism. It is good for cortisol. It is uh, good for blunting estrogen. I mean, it does so many great, great things. So it, realistically, there's nobody that can't benefit from Recomp. And, um, you know, we've unfortunately been out of it for a while. We just got a batch in and sadly it was damaged during shipping. And although 
the way they look, I would take them. Many of you would not because a lot of the capsules are, are damaged. So we're unfortunately sending them back and, and rushing, hopefully, at uh, uh, least a small run in to fulfill orders and get you guys out the product. But there's no one that can't benefit from recomp. And, and I, I've had, um, you know, from our first order that came in, we gave a bunch to the athletes. I've had numerous athletes tell me that they couldn't believe the results in one week from that. So you won't really be able to do much with the glycolog other than on your cheat day, but you can get a lot out of the recomp for sure. All right. Next question comes from Nick. He says, I appreciate the amount of work that went into the diet plan that got emailed out, but I have a question about adapting it for schedules. I'm a college student with classes in the morning from nine to around noon, Monday through Friday, and I work in the evenings from four to midnight. Should I make any changes to the diet if I'm only able to stuff all that food in my face in a short window of intermittent fasting? Thanks in advance, Nick. Nope. Just get it in when you get it in. Calories in or calories in. And, um, you know, I'll have people say, oh, I eat every two hours, but tomorrow I can only eat every four hours. What should I do? Should I eat these two meals close together? Yes. Just get the calories in no matter what and you'll be fine. All right. The next question comes from Sway. He says, hey, PJ, I'm doing the PJ men's fat burner and wanted to see how I should modify the diet. I'm thinking I'm part of the 20% it doesn't fit. I'm 5'3 at 145 and looking at the protein size each meal, I'm thinking it's too much. I don't know what you would recommend if any changes. I started this week with about 6.5 ounces instead each meal and 1.5 scoops of protein for the shakes. Hoping to be on this for four to five weeks and then focus on switching to building more muscle. Thanks. Hashtag Coach PJ Sway. <laughs> What's up, Sway? So... Again, I answered this question, pretty similar question earlier. Start out with the higher calories, guys. You you don't want to start out too low. So see how you do with it. You may be very surprised. I used to have girls that would tell me back when I was coaching that this is way too much food. I can't eat all this food. This is way too much food. And I'd be like, just try it for two weeks. Just try it. Two weeks would go by and they'd be down two pounds and they'd be like, I'm hungry. And I'd be like, well, you thought it was too much food in the beginning. You know, what if I had started to do with less food? So give your body a chance to adjust. Now, if you do not in two weeks see a change or see weight loss or perhaps gain weight, then you know it was too much. But give your body a try first to have more calories. You don't want to starve yourself. All right. Next one comes from Frank. He says, hi, PJ. I'm following the weight loss keto diet. My question is, when should I have a cheat or carb up into the diet? Two weeks, three weeks. I know by carving up, it helps with hormone regulation and glycogen replacement. Thanks, Frank. So again, I, I'm following the two-week rule. Give it two weeks. Definitely have a cheat meal at the two-week mark. Assess where you're at. After that, you'll probably be able to do a cheat every week. You're going to have to really go by the mirror and go by the results. If you're dropping weight each week, then I would keep the cheats in no matter what weekly because, yes, you are correct in what it will do hormonally. Um, but give it two weeks first before you st have your first cheat meal. This is a question about Trojan horse. He says, is there a way to get Trojan horse to mix in better? I currently use a shaker bottle with the metal spring in the bottom. Thank you, John. Uh, unfortunately, there will never be a way to make Trojan horse mix better because that ingredient, that main ingredient in there, the, uh, um, which ingredient is it of the two? Um, it is not the Garcinian Camboga. Uh, it just doesn't mix. It just doesn't mix well. We've tried it. Uh, you know, Jared, my partner has the best mixers in the world. And we, we, our old manufacturer, if you remember, the old Trojan horse was very gritty. And we've gotten it a lot better, but it still isn't the best mixing. Now, if you have time to use a magic bullet, that's what I use. That thing will mix the, the hell out of it. Um, but unfortunately, it's always going to be a little gritty. You're always going to have a little bit of grit at the bottom. I, I always tell people just throw a little more water in there and just kind of like swirl it around and just take it down real fast. 
you know, it's not the the, the best tasting thing in the world, but it, it just is what it is as far as mixability. It's not going to be able to ever be better than that. All right. Number 15 comes from Ruben Vargas. He says, Hey brother, my name is Ruben. You and I chat sometimes on Instagram. I want to say, I love your company and your products. My questions are about your beat PJ contest. I ordered the men's diet and weight loss stack. Here are my questions. Number one, I'm not a fan of having two shakes a day. What could I replace the second shake with? If you recommend on not changing it, then I will have my second shake before bed. Number two, for the red meat meal, you said any cut. Could I use 85% lean organic ground beef? Number three, I usually train on empty stomach. I will do weights, then cardio. I'm lucky enough to have a treadmill at home. For this contest, do you recommend I take Paraburn and do my cardio first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and then have two meals and then go train before I head out to work? Number four, I'm in the law enforcement field and my hours are 1.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. There are times like once a week I stay overnight for overtime and don't get home until 6 a.m. What I usually do is sleep about two hours, go train, and then head out to work. For this contest, do you recommend on those mornings where I get two hours of sleep from working overtime, I just do cardio instead of training? Thanks. All right. These are actually all easy questions, but what I'm going to have Josh do, because I typically have the questions in front of me, and today I don't. I'm just kind of winging it and just busting my brain out for you guys. I'm going to have Josh read a question. I'm going to answer it, and then I'm going to have him read the next question, and we'll answer it again. So read me the first question. He says, I am not a fan of having two shakes a day. What could I replace the second shake with? If you recommend on not changing it, then I will have my second shake before bed. Any of the meals except for the red meat meal because that's going to be the fattiest meal, and that will actually answer your your one of your questions about the red meat. Yes, you can use ground beef. You can use any any cut of red meat. That's your fattiest meal. That's the meal that I want being the fattiest meal. And by the way, these meals can be eaten in any order you want. You can change around the order. You don't have to put them in the order that I put them. On a ketogenic diet, it's really based just around the, the actual calories. There's no rotation. So you can change the order around. I just wrote it the way that I felt made the most sense to me, but you can change the order. Question number three then, skipping over the 85% lean organic ground beef, because yes, you can use that. So I usually train on an empty stomach. I will do weights, then cardio. I am lucky enough to have a treadmill at home. For this contest, do you recommend I take Paraburn and do my cardio first thing in the morning on an empty stomach and then leave and then have two meals and then go train before I head out to work? I actually train uh, th- the same way. So what I do is I, I wake up and I do my cardio fasted. So I, I usually do an hour of cardio and then I have a shake just a shake, and then I go to the gym and train, and then I come home and eat. Now, you can absolutely do your training fasted. You can absolutely do that because if you're if you're following a, a ketogenic diet, then I want you to just get the meals in any way you can. So whatever works best with your schedule and whatever makes you feel the best is totally fine. You may want to split it up. You may want to do it all together. It, regardless, it's going to be fine. And number four is I am in the law enforcement field and my hours are 1.30 p.m. to 9.30 p.m. There are times like once a week where I stay overnight for overtime and don't get home till 6 a.m. What I usually do is sleep about two hours, go train, then head out to work. For this contest, do you recommend on those mornings where I got two hours of sleep from working overtime, I just do cardio instead of training? You're going to have to base it on feel. Some days you may want to do just cardio. Some days you might want to just do training instead. Um, you know, you don't want to miss the training. You're going to burn just as much calories training as you are doing the, the cardio. People don't realize how many calories they burn when they're training, especially if you train at a fast pace. So you're going to have to play that by ear on how you actually feel. Um, if you can get them both, get them both. If you can only do one, 
if you don't feel like you have it in you for weights, you know, there's been times where I'm like, man, I don't have it in me for weights today and I just do cardio. And then there's times where I'm like, you know what? I'm going to just push the weights instead and hold off on the cardio, but just make sure you're doing something. And that was the last one we have uh, lined up so far for today. Well, um, what I may try to do, guys, is is record another episode today because there are, are literally over 100 questions. And I think that I can – my brain can definitely uh, crank out another episode today. I'll probably take a break. Um, we got a lot going on right now where, where uh, I and, and a couple of the guys are heading to Columbia uh, in three weeks. It's February uh, 16th and uh, through 18th. We are the title sponsor of the Expo Fitness, the Amateur Olympia, the the, the IPB Pro Show out there. It's It's – Pretty amazing honor uh, for us. I got to speak to the president of everything yesterday, uh, Mr. Jim Mannion, who's a great man. He's he's really the the, the godfather of the sport for for many 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 years, um, and a true fan and, and pioneer of of the sport. Um, and um, next thing you know, we're the title sponsor of the show, and I'm heading down there, and and I'm excited to go to Columbia. I've never been to Columbia. It's very short notice. We had to get our passport information in today and everything, but um. If you're in Columbia, please come say hello. I'm going to be there with Akeem Williams, uh, and there'll be some other uh, celebrities there. I know uh, Eric Ramirez, IFB Pro Eric Ramirez will be there. Uh, Fabian, who works with us, will be there. Um, uh, what's the pretty um, Latina girl, Yurishna? Is that how you say her name? She, she will be there, Yurishna? Hmm. Um, everybody loves her. Um, she'll be there. So it's going to be a big event. It's going to be really cool. Um, the expo should be fun. And uh, it's it's a true honor to be there. Um, and uh, that'll be it for this episode. We are going to, um, like I said, extend the contest until the 31st. Um, am, I, am I leaving anything out here? Um, I don't think so. Get those entries in before the 31st. Uh, it still ends on the same day. We will see you guys out in Columbia. Um, Fabian is going to be quite the uh, character out there. You'll definitely know him at the booth. When you walk up and see him, he'll be... Um, extremely friendly and uh bouncing all over the place he's a he's a hoot at the booth so you'll be more than excited to come out and see him and the uh the large man that akeem is he's hands down the hardest person to miss at any expo no matter what truly truly a freak show for sure i think that's it are we good i think we're good i'm gonna try to record another one today guys so um uh, this is just extra banter at the end. Um, there are so many questions, and I, I don't want to leave anybody out. It's just my my nature to want to get to you guys. So um, I think that we can handle another one. We're going to take a break, and uh, you'll you'll probably get a bonus episode. So if you're listening to this on Saturday, expect a bonus episode sometime in the middle of the week. Uh, we want you to be able to process this one. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna sign out. Uh, usually Chris Heron signs up, but I'm going to sign out and in, in, in honor of Josh today, I give Josh a break. And I'm just going to say, as always, peace out. Bye.